Hello and thank you for listening to episode 338 of 60MW. I'm Dave and this is another of our interview shows. And in this one I get to chat with Rob Savage, the director and co-writer of Host, a film that a lot of people enjoyed, myself included, last year and is getting a limited edition Blu-ray release from Second Sight Films. If you've already seen Host, well then get your pre-orders in as soon as possible. A link will be in the podcast notes uh, to the Second Sight website where you can do that. And if you're one of the few people that haven't seen Host so far, get your pre-orders in as quickly as possible because it really is a great set and it's a great movie too. As you'll find out when I spent 10 minutes chatting with Rob. But before then, have a little listen to the trailer for Host. Hi guys. Hey girl. Tina. Caroline. Hi Teddy. Hi. <laughs> Let's do a shot guys to us. Okay, everyone get in. Three, two, one. Have you ever done anything like this before? I've never done this over Zoom. Obviously we're not physically together, but there's no reason why Spirit can't communicate over the internet. Nothing's gonna happen. Visualize us sitting in a circle. Spirit, we invite you to use us to pass on any communication. Is there anyone there? Please come forth. What was that? Amy, was that you? I heard it. I heard something. I think there's something here. Do you see that? Emma, funny. connected with something we gotta keep going we gotta talk to it this is not good i told you not to disrespect the spirits it could be something i'm gonna turn the filters off come on Hey Dave. Hey Rob, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Good, thanks. Good to have a little chat with you. Yeah, thanks so much for doing this on a weekend. I appreciate it. Oh, it's no problem whatsoever. I mean, first of all, congratulations on crafting a film that so many people are enjoying, myself included, of course. And Oh, thanks so much. Oh, no, it's, I mean, 2020 was dominated by a global pandemic. and mm. But despite all of that, it's not been too bad of a year for you, the way it's gone with your, with your filmmaking, at least, has it? Yeah, no, exactly. It's, I think honestly, making this movie kept me sane during during <laughs> lockdown and um, helped to help to give some shape to the year because I feel like I feel like twenty twenty felt 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 like it disappeared like that and also like it was endless. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised. And what's it like not only getting a physical disc release, but a limited edition Blu-ray from Second Sight Films with bells and whistles and everything on it? It's such a great package as well. That must be an awesome feeling for you. It's incredible. I mean, like I'm such a big kind of nerdy horror fan anyway. Like I love, I love what Second Sight do. And I've got, yeah. I've got a bunch of, you know, a bunch of their special edition discs, which I, you know, I treasure. And it's just, it's, it's one of those things, you know, 2020 felt very, very surreal for a lot of reasons and releasing, releasing a film and having a film be successful during a global pandemic when nobody can go to the cinema and, and having to experience all that secondhand was a very weird 
weird feeling. And every so often there, every so often there were these little, these little kind of bricks that remind you of uh, th- th- what a kind of exciting thing is going on. And I think getting this, getting this release and, I, when, and holding it in my hands will be one of those moments where it will all suddenly feel very real for a moment. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely something to treasure. That's for sure. I mean, I'd love to know at the idea stage to begin with, was there anything, any ideas that you were coming up with, uh, of course, didn't make the screen, maybe some that you thought, oh, I'd have loved to have put that in for whatever reason you couldn't do. Um, I'm trying to think. I think, I think, I think what, it, not so much actually, because I think one of the things that was so different about making this movie is that, uh, we knew that we wanted to make a movie uh, th- about, you know, about about people in lockdown um, under siege by a demon. We had this, we had this idea, we had this, the setup of the Zoom seance, but pretty much, pretty much that that was it. And we had we had no idea how the rest of the film was going to play out. And rather than do the conventional development process where we work out a script and then figure out how we're going to make the script, what we did is we. Uh, like I kind of brought my team together of, of all the people that I usually collaborate with my stunt, you know, my, uh, my stunt team, my special effects people. And I had these, just these kind of very open-ended conversations about like, well, what can we do? What's po- what's possible? Show me, you know, just pitch, pitch ideas at me. And I'll tell, I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you some ideas that I have, but just if, if you think we can do something cool under these restrictions, throw it at me and we'll work it in. And the film was really built from, what what we have access to what can we do under these circumstances and you know in doing so we actually managed to tick off everything we wanted to do because um because it was all built backwards i mean i I had a very short list of things that i wanted to do at the very beginning of the process i knew i wanted to set somebody's face on fire and i knew that i wanted to (laughs) levitate somebody and we did both of those things so (laughs) i was very happy they're two big two big check boxes to tick yeah exactly well i wanted i wanted there to be a because people would you know i knew that people would would know that we'd made this movie in lockdown and i i knew that they'd come in with a and a kind of low uh date with very low expectations and i wanted a couple of moments i wanted to i wanted to set teddy's face on fire and i wanted to levitate somebody because i thought that they would be kind of slap in the face moments that would show people that we'd we'd pushed beyond expectation oh yeah i mean it resonated so well with everybody because of course everybody was in lockdown so many people mm. were using zoom i'd never heard of zoom before i was i've been using skype to Me do neither. interviews for years so then everybody's so familiar with it and you see it on the screen and you can just really relate to the characters that are, that are on there can't you and the circumstances yeah. that they're in which really draws mm. you into the story so when everything starts going wrong and you know the plop hits the fan as it were mm. you, you can you can almost be there with them which makes it all the more scary Totally. And, and, and I knew that it was that it, the, this movie absolutely lives or dies by its performances. And I knew that um, really feeling like you were hanging out with friends on Zoom and that the, yeah. just the kind of the texture of everyday lockdown life felt totally authentic. That was really every day we were challenging ourselves to do, you know, me, me, and, the, me and the actors would would turn up in the morning on Zoom and we'd we'd be working from an outline. You know, we had, we had a 15 page outline. We didn't have a script. It came together very fast. And sometimes we'd only have a sentence for a scene and we'd have to kind of build it up from there. And we were always just trying to challenge it, challenge ourselves to keep it as authentic to the experience that we were all going through as possible. And every, you know, we, we'd, you know, we'd constantly say, does this feel like a movie moment? And if it felt like a movie moment, we'd try and find a way to attack it that didn't. And, you know, they did such a good job and they were so kind of integral to, um, to making that second half of the film work. You know, the scares yeah. don't work unless you really invest in the characters and, and they're so brilliant and charismatic that, um, 
but they yeah they absolutely saved my ass in the second half when um, when we start <laughs> we start pulling out the scares. Yeah, I don't think people realise as well how difficult it is just to portray being natural rather than being taking on mm. a whole new character. I know they're playing characters within the, within the films, but just to look natural on the screen as though they're using Zoom, that, mm. I mean, that's a skill in itself, and they all pulled it off brilliantly, yeah. which is yet another thing that draws you in into the whole narrative of the film. Yeah, yeah. No, again, again, I think, well, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I love... I love the unfriended movies, which are an obvious, obvious um, comparable, but I do think they've got that slight gloss to them. And I think they, they still, there's still a hangover of kind of conventional Hollywood storytelling that you feel while watching those movies as as brilliant as they are. And I love them um, that we, and we really wanted this film to feel as grounded as possible. And, you know, I was lucky that all the cast are really good friends of mine. They're really good friends with each other. They've got a real, they've got a natural chemistry and, all I was asking them to do was to uh, to do what we were doing anyway, which is hanging out hanging out on Zoom, um, but just to do it within the context of this movie. So we we had this um, we had this we had just a great frame of reference to build on, which is why we were able to to kind of pull it together so fast. We started a little bit ahead. How long did it take you to edit when you finally got to the editing process? The edit was the edit was the longest part. You know, because um, because you're working on on Zoom and you don't have um, the lighting trucks and hair and makeup and all this kind of stuff, you you can shoot really fast. The, like the majority of this film was shot in seven days, wow. and then uh, we the whole process from from conception to release was was twelve weeks. That was the whole time we were making the movie, and actually shooting was the smallest part of that. Editing was the biggest because um, because there was just so much footage. There was so much footage. There was so much. Um, kind of improvisation and uh and also there's five screens six screens seven screens sometimes that you have to you have to keep track of you know there's it's seven different movies going on sometimes and um brenna rangert our editor is absolutely a co-author in this movie just the same as me just the same as the writers she was able to um to piece all these little bits together that um that i'd uh kind of workshopped with the girls and make it feel like a cohesive whole and it was that was my that was kind of my main concern. And the thing that I had, you know, in, in my initial conversations with Brenner, I said, I want this film to feel really purposeful. I like, I, I don't really enjoy improvised movies because I feel like a lot of time they're more, it feels like they were more fun to make than they are to watch. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted this movie to feel like it had a forward momentum and that everything was being planted for a reason, even when we were having fun with the actors at the beginning. Um, and I think it, it's really down to Brenner being able to find that balance between forward motion and also just feeling like you're hanging with the characters yeah. at the beginning well it, it all definitely works i could talk to you for a long long time about it you've got a busy day we're coming up to the end of our time i'd love to have you back on the show at some point in the future i know you'll, you'll have lots more projects incoming so please come back on the show and we'll have a chat about another project will do well i've got this this blumhouse movie we're in the edit for that at the moment so i'm hoping that'll be out that'll be out pretty soon so that'd be great you're always welcome rob it's great chatting with you thank you thanks so much all right cheers thanks thanks, rob take care and the alarm bell as always brings to an end another interview show if you enjoyed this interview there are plenty more on our website which is of course 60mw.co.uk the link again to that will be in the podcast notes as well as the interview shows there's lots more we cover news reviews this podcast is about music movies video games there's lots on the website just go and have a look if you don't already and if you do already visit the website thank you very much
even though this has been released as an audio-only show, when I recorded with Rob, uh, we talked on video. We talked on Zoom, which the irony of that did not go unnoticed by me as I'm talking to the uh, one of the co-writers and the director of host a film about people on Zoom talking to each other when things go a bit belly up. Thankfully, nothing went wrong. <laughs> Or strange things happened. Uh, well, at least at least when I was doing that with him, not not even now. I don't I don't think. But uh, sorry, hold hold on a minute. Just there's there's something something in the corner. I think. Hold on. I'll I'll what. <laughs> 